0: Hey, Coin Snatchers. Before we jump into this episode, I want to let you know that I decided to create an exclusive listening and video bonus for all my listeners to join. You can become a book bay or business bay for only $5 a month. You will get access to additional podcast episodes and exclusive videos, along with blog posts of information that I want to share only with my BB bays. So, Go on over to patreon.com backslash smith and join today. I'll make sure I leave all the details in the description so you can join me as a BB Bay today. Welcome back to the Coins and Connections podcast where we explore all things books, business, and bullshit. My favorite bees. Now let's get into today's episode. Hey guys, welcome back to the Coins and Connections podcast. It is your girl, Sinquanta Cox-Smith, and I am here with season two episode three. I am alone. I am solo dolo today, but I am just so thankful to even have um, what I call a season two. Even though we have about 60 episodes prior to season one, I'm just thankful that you guys are still here listening, um, still here learning about these beautiful black woman entrepreneurs that I am bringing onto this podcast and that you have been Continuing to share the podcast. We've been getting a little bit more exposure. We are on the Find Me Mobile app, um, which is created by another military spouse, Jennifer. So thank you so much for that. Um, thank you to anyone who has reached out to me um and telling me about episodes that you guys like, and thank you for just tagging me on Instagram. I truly, truly appreciate that. But you know how it goes, we are going to go into our rapid fire question. Of the day. It's time for our rapid-fire question of the day. So the rapid-fire question of the day today is what is your favorite summer activity? And I like being outdoors. Um, I just don't like being super sweaty, but I do love an adventure. So my goal this summer is to do something different. I've seen out here in Virginia that they do have some like peach orchids. Um, I'm thinking that's what you call them. And I've seen a few people check out some waterfalls and hiking. So I'm interested in trying to see if me and my husband can do that while the kids are away for a little while with my parents. So my favorite summer activity is basically exploring, exploring outside nature and doing something that I wouldn't normally do. So for for me, I love waterfalls, I love clouds, and just I love anything that is super beautiful, landscapes, anything like not man-made. It just, you know, it woke up that morning and the rocks were like that type thing. So I'm excited to figure out, if that's something that we can do. Um, last summer, well, closer to fall, we did go through the drive through safari uh, for my son's birthday. So that was an adventure for us as well. So I would love you guys to go over on Instagram and um, when the rapid fire question of the day comes up, I want you guys to make sure you answer what is your favorite summer activity so we can chit chat in the description box, I'm saying description box, in the comment section together. All right, y'all, so our topic today is the truth about entrepreneurship. I wanted to just have this conversation. I wanted to, as of course, I'm always open and honest about the things I'm going through, my failures, my success, um, friendships, uh, just anything that you don't realize in entrepreneurship. It is very, it's a very isolating Thing. It's a very stressful thing. It's not always, you know, good, but when it's good, it's great. And when it's bad, sometimes it gets really bad. I want y'all to know that not every morning I wake up with thousands of dollars in my bank account because profit and loss is real. Um, I can make $20,000 and end up profiting maybe 10 of that $20,000. So this is the part that. A lot of people don't touch on you don't you, you might not even know what a profit and loss statement is um, once you add up all of your expenses and, and things that you use and acquire to start your business the tools that you buy the materials these baggies that we buy to pack up these nice packages those things add up and they take away from your profit Um, They take away from what will make you profitable. So even though some of us are making millions, how much of that are you actually profiting? You can make a million dollars, but by the time you add in the cost of your products, the cost of the materials to make your products, shipping supplies and shipping, someone can walk away making $200,000 from that million. So it looks good to say, yes, I made a million dollars, but when you look at it and then you pay your employees or your lawyer or whoever, you you didn't profit that much. It was a huge loss. So one of my biggest things when I first started my business, I wanted to make as much profit as um, possible. I wanted to always kind of be like 90% profitable. And the reason behind that was because I understood how expenses are. Some people may say that's not realistic. But for me, for the first couple of years, it was pretty much realistic because I was profiting from... Um, KDP so the year I made $23,000 in KDP the only service um, that I basically paid for was Canva which was like $12.95 and then I paid for like small small PDF which was like $6.99 and that was just to bundle like some of my interiors together so that year I made $23,500 and I legit probably definitely profited twenty three thousand of that dollars that whole entire year for that business alone I didn't have to spend money on it I didn't the only thing I spent was time so I used Canva and I used small PDF and for a long time I didn't I didn't purchase any other tools to run that business Um, word was free uh creating uh downloading certain images were free so i wasn't spending a lot of money to keep that business afloat so that was my that is still my most profitable business now as a t-shirt business there is a lot of expenses i have to pay for t-shirts i have to buy them in bulk i have to see what's Um, website has the cheaper t-shirts am I buying T-shirts for $2 or $4 and I'm selling them for 25 so by the time that's $20 and then I got to the packaging so that's another dollars or some and then the shipping might be $3 so from the time that I'm done that $25 shirt that I charge you for I only made about $7 from it so the example that I'm giving you is true. So when people say, oh, you're paying, you spending $25 for a shirt, but look, when you get your shirt, it's packaged well in two different packages. I have stickers, I have pack-ins, I have add-ins. Um, I had to manually get this, this vinyl and weed it through my machine. I had to buy the machine. So that takes an account of that. Um, I had to sit down and weed it and then press it with my heat press machine, which was also an expense. So, yeah, by the time I charge you $25 for a shirt, I probably made $7. And we always want to figure out how we can make more. But sometimes it's just the reality of it is we're not making more. So, yes, there's some, you know, hood spots that you can... Get some shirts for ten dollars, but in this day and age, you guys want so much. We can't. I can't charge you seven dollars for a shirt because if I charge you seven dollars for a shirt, I'm gonna iron that bitch on, and I'm gonna get some. Um, I'm gonna get some. Uh, what's avs uh <laughs> heat transfer? Not even heat transfer. AV transfers. Print that shit out on the computer, cut it by hand, and iron that bitch on your shirt. That's what you're gonna get for seven dollars. <laughs> and that's just me being super honest. Um, I didn't even have this part written down in my stories but I wanted to get that out of the way because I think a lot of people don't talk about how you can make your business profitable what does that mean how do you you know how do you add up what to pay, to charge you have to add in the cost of your your products and your time to get your cost what you're gonna charge and then know what you're gonna make so say I, I sell this amount of shirts, Okay, $7 times 25, okay? And then that's how much you actually profit. Okay? So, I want to go down Memory Lane and tell you guys about a story. Hey guys, are you struggling right now in your print-on-demand business because Printful is shipping 6 weeks out? <laughs> yeah. I know. I'm here with a Printful alternative for you, and that's Shirtley. Shirtley has amazing quality. Um, They're shipping three to five business days. I love the platform. Super simple and easy to use. You can integrate it with Etsy and Shopify, or you can put in orders manually so if you want to try out shortly just go to bit.ly backslash shirtley cc make sure you look for the link in the description of this podcast episode I hope this helps you out in your print-on-demand business all right so when I first started um, Coins and Connections maybe in it was like the end of 2016, going into 2017. It was sometime around there, I believe, and I and I started and There was like this big hashtag gate um, that happened um, back then. I was just getting into the hashtags. Um, I was already on Instagram, but I was just learning more and. So I was using popular brands hashtags, something that we all do, right? So I was using popular brands hashtags to bring some of their traffic over to my Instagram. Um, just, you know, everyone was doing it, right? So having sold, the brands reached out to me and was like, can you please stop using my hashtags? And then um, the real reason it was because the brands thought that another popular brand has started a new company and were trying to gain traffic to their website. So the actual um, owner of that popular company um, posted in a group and she was like, whose business is this? Because it's causing issues with my business relationship. And then, you know, I did reach out to the girl and was like, hey, that's my business. What's going on? And she was like, well, can you please stop using their hashtags because they think that, you know, I'm, I'm trying to do something shady. And I was like, wow, I did not know it was that serious. Um, but listen, I truly believe that that situation had nothing to do with me. And everything to do with the feelings that they had to had with that popular said Brian. So I just found myself in the middle because my aesthetic had seemed um, like it was close to hers, and at the time I was doing patches in pins as well so y'all can look that story up in that in that group that i don't want to talk about no more but it's so it's also crazy that my famous t-shirt when you see me in the same circle you try to keep me out of um was born from that incident because i ended up meeting said person owner of the group and i've also um been in the same circle um as those people in that group so child (laughs) Again, it had nothing to do with me and everything to do about their feelings towards that person. Um, and it was just so easy for, you know, it's easy for just people to call you out on shit that has nothing to do with you. Um, but I just feel like people get to a certain level and and they just feel like they're untouchable with certain situations. So earlier um, in my career, you let me tell y'all, this is before I wrote this Episode out before the whole Be Simone thing came out. And I was going to share, like, you know, early in my career, I thought that it was okay to be super inspired by designers, um, other designers' work, and like loosely base my stuff off of their work. And it's not. It's definitely a copyright issue because now, as I'm further along in my career, I see how it affects me because I talk about this all the time. Like, i work hard on something sometimes months on something and tend to turn around to see someone thinking they're going to duplicate exactly what i've worked on for months and turn around and duplicate it in less than a week it leaves a sour taste in your mouth and you want to fuck everybody up so also i did a disservice to myself by not learning to create the bomb ass shit myself so I did take time and you know develop my craft and make it unique. Um, it's okay that you are expi- inspired, but don't completely rip off someone's idea. It's better when it's not even in the same lane, but when it's in the same lane, it does you no know, justice to try to uh, make it better. You need to be in a whole different lane to even be inspired. Okay, yeah, that idea was good, but let me tailor it for a shoe brand. Let me tailor it for a bank app. Let me tailor this for a craft business and not a t-shirt business. So that is totally different because now you're in a whole different lane and you're not copying their exact idea on the exact same type of products. Um, but again, always do your due diligence and make sure you're not strictly just ripping off someone's stuff. Uh, it, and let me tell y'all, one of the craziest things I've always deal with was people will ask me, is it okay if I do a similar design like you? Is it okay if I create this course? And I always wondered, why do you ask? Do you ask because in your mind, you already feel guilty about wanting to do the same exact thing from me because this is where you saw it from. This is where you learned from. But I'm always confused at that, you know. And then the hardest part is when they ask, but they've already created it and they have it to show. And they say, well, can I do something similar like this? but it's going in a totally different direction. See, I already did a mock up. What? So you came to ask me, can you steal my product? And then you already had a design in mind that you created. So if I said yes, yeah, she was going to put it out today. But why did you ask me? Now you you are bringing me attention and now. now I need to watch your business. Now I need to watch what you're doing because you sound like you're going to do some fuck shit. <laughs> Uh, Also, I teach people a general, listen to this word, a general way. So that means most of the time when I'm teaching you, it is not tailored to my business. It's not my secret sauce. Um, And I'm not teaching you my aesthetic. But yet, it's always the one who follow me, who've been on calls with me, and even in my Facebook group. They start. They watch too closely and then they become inspired by my aesthetic and next thing you know, it becomes theirs too. It's so creepy because I want everyone to be able to think for themselves. I want you to be inspired, but I want you to be so inspired that you create something totally better and new and so far away from what I'm doing for your brand. That's what I want you to do. Um... If I feel like I'm ever moving in the same way as someone else who inspires me, I unfollow them. And I've told y'all this before. And it's not disrespectful or mean because most of the time they don't even know you're there. Them people don't even be paying you no attention. Now, if you under their comments every day, all day, then they might see you and then they might not see you because you unfollow them. But most of the time, most people are so busy worrying about themselves I'm not sitting there wondering who's following me. I unfollow people all the time. Mass unfollowed. So what if I know you in real life? We, I'm not talking to you on Instagram. We're not communicating on Facebook. We don't hang together outside of social media. You don't like or comment on none of my pictures. So if I decide to go through my friends list and I just start unfollowing people, you should not be butthurt because we don't even engage. That's what social media is for. It's to engage with people you enjoy engaging, being engaged with. You enjoy commenting and sharing and talking to them. It's not for you to just sit on the on the timeline and and don't do anything. So, stop getting mad about people unfollowing you on social media. I block niggas every day. Okay, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. I block people every day. <laughs> um. Also. Never, now we're going to move into a different section. Never beg for sales. I don't like when y'all beg. Please, please, please buy this for me. Yes, tones are different. You can say, hey guys, I am $60 away from my $500 goal this month. Who's going to be the next to check out? Who's going to be next? Or we just make the statement, but we're not saying, yo, please, please come by so I can make this. It's Wording and statements that you put out there, and whoever feel compelled to spend their money, they spend their money. I've done numerous posts like that, and guess what? There's been times, but not nay damn one person spend their money. But it's a sales tactic. It's a marketing tactic. You will do anything to market your product. So that's just you know one way to do it. Um, I'm also not in anyone's inbox or tagging them with 50 other people on a post and I'm not sliding in the DMs. If I'm sliding in the DMs, it's because I either have a relationship with you or I have like a serious, legit question and I don't see anything on your website where I can book a call or do anything like that. Now, listen, let me tell you. Also, if people feel compelled, you'll buy and they will buy it. Okay. Sales should be organic. If you put yourself out there, you can't create a new product and be like, "Oh my gosh, I'm not making any money." Well, how many times did you post this week about this product? Where did you post this week about said product? Do you have any pictures or reviews about said product? Sometimes things sells for themselves, but most of the time, you're going to have to do a lot of work. <laughs> and stop feeling like people have to support you. They don't. You don't have to beg them to buy. But when you do beg for people to buy and they don't leave a review, it leaves you wondering why. Mainly it's because it was a pressured sale and they don't want to wear the product or use it. They just did it to support you because they felt bad. Your family doesn't even have to support you. Is the product even for them? Are they even your target audience? Ask yourself that question. You need to sell to your target audience and not your friends and family. Once you guys realize that nobody has to support you, I think you all will do better. And most of the time, there are going to be people you don't even know who support you. And that is the biggest thing because when you get the support of people who you don't know from a can of whipped cream, it makes The fact that you're doing something and you're working um, in your purpose or you find your target audience, it makes it so much better. So I know you wanna get serious in your business and the first thing that I wanna tell you is that Gusto is it. If you wanna learn how to run payroll and pay your contractors, gusto is the easiest payroll and benefits website that i've found i truly love the company it's easy to use it's easy to sign up and then i can integrate my dental medical business and benefits i can get help from hr experts time tracking make sure i'm in compliance with all of the new rules that come up they send my tax information um i can print out checks I just love everything that Gusto has done for me and my business. And if you're ready to take it to the next level, make sure you visit bit.ly backslash Gusto So y'all want to know something funny about me? I buy what I want. <laughs> I buy what I want, when I want, and how I want. Um, you can't make me buy something, okay? You can't just slide in my inbox sending me a, a link and expect me to buy it. You just send me a link and I'm like, okay, cool. You can't make me buy anything. I won't use it if you make me buy it. <laughs> <sighs> I want you to support someone because you want to, want to support them. Um, and my support can be by sharing your posts and your products telling people about it, support doesn't have to be monetary. Understand that. Understand that the the biggest way sometimes someone can support you is by sharing it. Because it may be someone on their timeline that's in your target audience that can use your product. So that one share can lead to three customers versus you begging your friend to buy a product from you that she won't use, that'll sit on her counter and become dusty. Yes, we always wanna say, oh, well, I supported this person, but I have tons of things that I've supported that person and I've never read it, never looked at it, never used it. So for me, in this time right now in 2020, a share, I'll comment, me telling somebody about your business, is the biggest support that I can give you, especially if I know I'm not going to use the product. Um, one lesson I learned was that people start to feel away when you evolve and you enforce boundaries. Remember, that is no longer your battle, and it's actually never been your battle. I have stopped taking one-on-one calls, and I've, I've just taken it off off the table. Um, I said for June and July, but it's looking like I don't want to go back to that at all this year. And I've cut down the access to me. Okay, so you really want access to me, join my Patreon. If you really want access to me, join my Facebook group. One is paid and one is free. But also there on my Facebook group, I limit what I share. But... It's not my fault that you feel away about that. Many people feel away and then they stop fucking with you. I've seen so many people disappear from my timeline when I was no longer giving my all and pouring my all. Because what happened was I was pouring my all into a lot of people who wasn't doing shit with the information. So it was draining. It was so draining that I'm pouring. I'm like, why are they not getting it? Why are they not doing stuff with them? So I removed myself from the situation. Um, And within that, I've seen a lot of people flourish because I was no longer holding their hands. Yeah, they're going to go spend money with other people. I see it happen daily. They act like they can't spend money with you, but then they turn around and go spend money with whoever. Even though you were sitting there pouring into them, giving them all the good tea, and they turn around and be like, girl, we ain't going to never buy nothing from you, but we're going to go pay that $97 for somebody else. I see it happen all the time. And that's okay. No need to get upset. No need to feel some type of way. Just know that you did your part. Cause the grass ain't always green all the time. (laughs) Sometimes it is, but sometimes they'll be learning that paid information that you gave them for free. And then they'll click. They'll be like, oh my gosh, girl, that makes so much sense. Now, and then also some people say things and teach things a different way. Even though you say something, someone else can teach it or say it a different way and it clicks for someone. Okay. I swear to God, I was trying to teach as elementary as possible. (laughs) I don't use big words. Okay. So my teaching and training is super elementary. Anybody can learn and do from it. But also, all I did was protect my peace and I continued to share in my way and by share in my way that means no i'm not taking one-on-one calls no i'm not really answering your questions in the dms like that um but you can join my patreon but you can listen to my podcast but you can check out my youtube channel i did a video on this or you can join my email list so there's still ways that you can learn from me but i'm limiting the access to me and sometimes you might say oh my gosh damn you had to do all that yeah there are so many business owners out here that don't even have one-on-one calls. They've taken that off the table and they go straight to a premium call. Oh, you want to you wanna do something with them? That's a one-hour intensive for, for $497. That's their lowest package. Oh, you want to work with me half the year? $20,000 off top. And guess what? They have people who have no problem paying that. So I sometimes feel like y'all need to be abused a little bit so y'all can understand it. Like we have to cut y'all off for y'all to get it because um, the hand-holding culture is is crazy. Um, And then a lot of people, like I said, who, who got it out the mud, we didn't have anybody to look up to. We didn't have all these social media gurus and entrepreneurs or people going viral. Um, We had to figure, like we had to use Google for real and wasn't shit on Google. But now, like I'm saying, you guys have YouTube videos that will walk you through so many different steps. You have podcasts, you have people selling courses and tutorials, but when I was coming up in the business, there wasn't that much information and we were figuring that shit out. So um, when I see people get the success and things faster than me, that's okay because guess what you have so much more so sometimes it looks like we're catching up because we are in actuality we are you guys are finding an information that wasn't available to us so now we're moving in different seasons so yeah some people are going to move faster than you in this day and age is because it's so much information readily available for them and that's okay You are, um, hell, you were able to sustain for five years without all this hoopla and stuff going on. You a boss, a boss. Like I was whipping and slinging work in the time of dial up still. Like if you can make it through that time where there wasn't even an Instagram and not everybody could be on Facebook and you were slinging work, you a boss. So, remember that. This segment is called Q Money Bag Start of the Week. All right, y'all. So, it's time for the Q Money Bag Start of the Week. And our topic is PPE. Now, you might say, girl, PPE? You know, PPE right now stands for personal protective equipment. But, I had to clap. But, y'all, y'all should have me seeing this. I should have recorded this episode, but I didn't. So, sorry, guys. Because um, I actually look cute, too. Um, But my PPE is Pandemic Pivot Essential. So, in this pandemic, I am frustrated in my business. So many things have gone wrong. I'm not completely in a place where I'm ready to give up. But I have had to. Pivot, okay? Um, I had had to pivot. Uh, I felt like I was going to lose my business. I felt like I am losing the daily delays, issues, refunds, closing my Etsy shop, going on vacation, um, unplugging, homeschooling. It's just so many things, different services not available that caused me to pivot. But out of all that, I was able to become also essential um, as a person who could create mass for others, okay? So even though this pandemic has been crazy, I was able to pivot and become essential. So that is my PPE. And I thank you guys so much for always just listening to the podcast, sharing it, And telling people about it. I want you guys to make sure you're engaging with us on Instagram. I have um, completely changed the graphics for season two. This sounds like something fun that I should do with each season to change up the graphics to make, you know, just give it a different vibe, a little different jish, you know. Um, And I have uh, a few guests this season, but a lot of the episodes will be me. I am getting back to schooling and teaching and talking about things. Um, that are, you know, right here, right now that you guys um, can use and, and learn from me and learn from my mistakes since I'm always um, here to be super transparent about that. But make sure you are also visiting coinsandconnections.com to check out all of our apparel um, also join my Patreon. I have amazing videos and content. I also have a monthly niche research that you can get on my gumroad.com backslash cinquantacock smith. And until next time. Thank you so much for listening and subscribing. Don't forget to leave a review. If you have any questions, you can email me at hello at cinquantacocksmith.com. Feel free to visit my websites, www.cinquantacocksmith.com and www.coinsandconnections.com. You can follow me on Instagram at cinquantacocksmith and at coinsandconnections feel free to visit my free Facebook group. It's called Books Plus Business Support Network. And I love you more than I love this podcast. Peace.